the 2080 Baseball Podcast back after a week off. It was our all-star break. We'll call it that. How about that? I don't know if we're all-stars. I don't know. We're uh, we're like Aaron Hicks all-stars. Uh, yeah, he should have been there. He's been awesome. Slowed down a little bit, but still awesome. Not as good as Byron Buxton, I know that much. No, but uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Evan Hendershot, Travis Crins. 2080 Baseball Podcast, final week of August. We're in the final month coming up of the season. And uh, the story for the month of August was uh, Giancarlo Stanton. 20, He's good. 24 home runs in 41 games, I think, post All-Star break. A Bonds-like run, and now he's uh, threatening 60. And uh, I guess with him and the Dodgers, Dodgers, I don't think a lot of people are talking, or at least I don't think about, uh, you know, they're going to challenge 115, 16 wins. And Stanton here would be more exciting because the record's 73. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get that. He's probably going to get over 60. Well, I think if he keeps at this weird Well, he's going to get pretty close to 70. <laughs> I mean, if he hits a homer every day for September, he's going to do it. But If he can hit a, another 20 home run stretch here over you know, 30, 40 games, he's going to be awfully close. But do you think people are paying as much attention to that? I think people are paying attention to so? Stanton. Non- I don't like, think like non-baseball like not, fans, Like I'm though. talking non, so it gets into the... You know, it's leading off the nightly news, not quite that. Oh uh, no, no, it no! It gets mentioned. I think it's starting to get more attention, um, but yeah, it's not even close to that. I think he's going to have to get up to sixty-five for that discussion to start happening. Um, it's exciting that he's hitting this many homers. What was? What has it been like? A whole bunch of years since a guy hit fifty in the National League. Or Batista even? did. Howard and Batista, I think, were the, are the last two to hit over fifty in the last. I would say close to 10 years so it's um yeah once like 2007 and 8 came that kind of quit the 50 home run marks right there yeah and uh i suppose we're probably gonna have judge and stanton is there anyone else I'm yeah trying. judge is gonna be close but he's got 39 right now gonna be close to 50 uh nobody else yeah i mean we had years recently where i don't think anybody even hit 40 home runs in the uh, national league so Really a, a a big difference here with uh, whether it's the baseballs or whatever. Uh, Stanton now, is he in the MVP race? A 660 slugging, uh, over 1,000 OPS. A lot of people now like him. as And he's got 105 RBIs. They like their RBIs. So he can, he's almost a 300 hitter, which is a big 20, 30-point jump in his career average. So he's by far having the best season um, is that good enough for an MVP in what kind of seems like a weaker MVP National League? There's no well, front runner. The Marlins, since Stanton's turned it on, have also turned it on. And, yes. and if they can even approach the Rockies or the Diamondbacks, I think there's a chance that he could win it. Um, just kind of looking at it now, though, it does feel as though... It's his to lose? No, I... You would go, we went Seager preseason. Yeah, I still, okay, so I'd say Seager because he's the best player on the best team, a team that's insanely good. Um, Behind Seager, I'm probably thinking Rendon because he's the best player on the second second best team, and then probably Stanton and then Goldschmidt, I guess. I mean, I like uh, Charlie Blackman. He's not getting any any love, and he's going to score like 140 runs, which is... On a team that doesn't particularly hit like no. the Rockies uh, typically does. And that's something that has... I mean, it was it's they started slow offensively. They picked it up right after the All-Star break, but now they're back to not hitting again, and that's something that just has not... I think just people have not looked at that mm-hmm. um, as far as the Rockies and their continued recent struggles. 
Uh, Miami four and a half back. You have uh, Milwaukee. So I hope that National League wild card race gets a little more interesting. Seems like nobody can get better than like three games back. Mm-hmm. It seems like. Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, both of them should be interesting for the second wild card. Unfortunately, um, there probably shouldn't be one of those. Like in the National League this year, it's good. But then the American League, if you want to switch over to the American League, you have a bunch of teams, the usuals again. Here's why I don't think it's good, because you have too many mediocre teams. There are too many mediocre teams now, whereas um, in, well, the, always... in the past, I'd say you'd probably have maybe two more good teams and two more bad teams to sort of level out. Like you're, uh, I, I wouldn't want to be the Mariners this year. That's a boring that's boring to me to be a, a middle of the road team. Um, it's it's more interesting if you're bad or good. I think it's as would you say it's better for the fans of these teams because instead of being five games out, they're only a game or two out and they're playing meaningful games now. Seattle, I think the Baltimore, race is more Texas. exciting when there's only one. So I think it is worse for everyone involved, even though the except race, for the owners and the MLB who are making money off of it. Even though the race would, it's not over. Yankees are three and a half out, but they've maintained a solid three game lead. But then the it would thing. be more fun if they blew it and somebody else came in. That's right. So I, I just don't, you're handing out a, a bunch of playoff spots when a third of the team or teams are making the playoffs. That's bad. I did not like it to begin with. I like it now. I like well, it's it. because the twins are about, well, to even if, I mean, <laughs> even if you get the twins out of there, I like, you know, the angels, the Mariners, all these teams are within a game or two. And I like that. And hopefully it comes down to that final weekend and all these teams are still a game or two out. So that if, so it's, you know, every single game matters. I guess uh, I should embrace it more, but I just don't. I just don't care about it at all. A National League, you would have a, and I think it's a negative in the National League because you have Arizona and Colorado. They're both getting in if they don't blow it. Instead of well, it's only one game between them, and only one of them are getting in, so Mm -hmm. you sacrifice a little something there. So it's good and bad. Yeah. Um. And uh, I think the one good thing is uh, I was just counting before we started recording. It looks like uh, for me, you'd probably be a little bit different, but I've got 10 teams out of the playoff hunt right now. And I think by now that's pretty good um, to only have 10 teams out by September about National League first. What do you got there? Um, Phillies, Mets, Braves, Reds, Pirates, Padres, Giants. Only three American League teams. Seven there. Yep. Cardinals would be that last team. They're six out of the wild card, much closer in the division than mm-hmm. uh, American League. And then uh, White Sox, Tigers, A's. Toronto, again, six back. Uh, I mean, they're eight under. I would. They're I would, bad, but um, yeah. I, who knows if Josh Donaldson goes on a Stanton-like tear. Mm-hmm. Or, that's that's the thing. So, um, And they have Stroman. Yeah, I just can't count them out yet. Um, I count them out because they're six back. They are eight under. You're going to have to get, I mean, you're going to have to get over 500, Mm -hmm. and they can only afford to lose maybe like eight more games, seven more games. And if we're talking, I feel like if they lose two games in a row, they're done. They're out. Yeah. So, so you you can really start. What do we got? We got 130 games. So we're getting down to like 32 games left here in the season. So if you're Toronto uh, and you're going to have to win at least 83 games, you're going to have to go about 22 and something, 22 and 10. More likely twenty four and eight. You have to win, you know, two out of every three. That's difficult. So you can kind of start counting down. All right, what's your record need to be? If the Twins go five hundred the rest of the way, uh, it'll be at eighty three and seventy nine. I think the lowest ever for a wild card is eighty four, eighty four, eighty five. These last five years. So American League might set a new record for fewest wins for a wild. Probably. Card it's looking about eighty three. So 
I think uh, that will be where it is about. Um, You're going with the Angels, though. You're sticking with them. I still think the Angels. Um, I just think they're decent, really, all around. Um, they're not really good at anything, but they're pretty decent all around. I think um, their bench is like professional major leaguers. They kind of stink, but they are fine. So you can plug them in when you need them. And um, their rotation kind of stinks too, but uh, their pen is okay. And I think Trout's going to be able to carry them. I, I mean, as long as you play good defense and you don't pitch too poorly, you can win a lot of games. I don't think they're going to go anywhere if they get to the playoffs. None of those second wildcard teams in the American League I don't think could go anywhere. It is a one-game deal, so anything can happen. But Well, what, I mean, they could win that first game. Yeah. They, but what, any team they go on to play. What team, for, I mean, for the Yankees, does it? Is there a team that you don't want to see or maybe a specific pitcher? Well, I don't want to see the teams. I don't want to see the Twins because of the shame of the, shame. the of the Twins possibly winning that um in this region at least. I think um I'd feel pretty confident if the Yankees played any of these teams. None of them has an ace that scares me. Um I think the Yankees have three better starters in Tanaka, Severino, and Sonny Gray and arguably CC Sabathia that could beat any one of these starters on any of these other wildcard teams because i don't think texas is going to come in and even the fat man yeah (laughs) i think i think there's a case that the yankees could have four better starters than every single other wildcard contender right now i would take irv over sabathia yeah i mean sabathia has had a 119 era plus in urban santana he's still top five in era 136 cc's fip is FIP, though. Better. His imaginary... I'm going to call it the imaginary, imaginary era. That's what it should be. It's like, well, what would happen if it was, like, played in a vacuum? Well, I think... That's um, basically what it is. I think CeCe's been good enough that he could that he could beat Irvin Santana in a one-on-one. Also, uh, considering um, Rosario, Kepler, Maurer are three of the more important hitters in that lineup. But, Kepler is bad against lefties. Mm-hmm. I think so, Rosario is pretty 50-50. Maurer, um, yeah, it's probably fine. But uh, I, I think you'd probably have to bench Kepler against a lefty. I would. I think they would play him because they don't have anybody else. Ugh, yuck. Really though, they don't have no. anyone. They have Zach Granite. Uh, Robbie Grossman's on the DL. He should be back. Yeah, I think any of these teams I'd be fine with. Um, Santana's probably the best starter. Maybe Vargas is probably the best, but the Yankees have killed him, absolutely killed him twice this year. So I wouldn't worry about that. The interesting thing about this, should it come down to the final game, uh, you can't save a pitcher. You have to pitch whoever, and some guys might pitch their ace in that last game just to get in. The Yankees, though, won't. Probably they can set up the deal. And the, the other thing with them, Tanaka. Okay, uh, this who would, would you pick? Who my, would you pick? If I could go with anyone, it'd be Luis Severino. Yeah. Um, Tanaka's been awesome lately, though. So I'd probably go Tanaka or Severino, Tanaka, Gray, because Gray usually only pitches five innings. Um, and I would feel very good about any of those guys. And they'll have their pick. Um, so they'll probably line up Severino, which would be the ideal choice. He goes seven innings like every game, so. Um, I think that would be good. I I just don't. I I wouldn't be afraid if I'm the Yankees. But there, any like you said, anything could happen. I mean, Twins Yankees play in September in New York, so that'll be a good thing. Is though test. Um, you look at all these other teams. Look compared to like even the the Yankees bench. Uh, Ronald Torres is hitting 300 after today. Austin Romine, who fights 
uh, Greg Bird and uh, Jacoby Ellsbury. That's your bench. That's a pretty professional, high-level bench. It's an expensive bench. With well, Ellsbury. yeah, with Ellsbury, but uh, the, the, I mean, he's a good enough fourth outfield bench player to be. A yeah. So garbage. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a good defender, and well, aside from his arm, and he uh, is fast. So and he can hit right he's okay but that's a good bench even I, there's really no weak spot on this team compared to the other um this is a wild card team to me when i look at it when i look at the They're other teams, the race when i look at the other teams i don't see that i don't see a playoff team and that's why i hate the second wild card uh what baltimore swept boston this weekend so that makes the yankees two and a half back so that's uh, still up for grabs maybe it's boston playing in that one game playoff they've been known to uh to falter down the stretch a time or two yeah, I'd say probably 50 or 60 times. Oh. <laughs> so I, I think uh, that'd be bad for them because if they can't line up sale um, and they're running out anyone else, um, probably Pomeranz would be your second choice if you had a choice. But um, it would be tough. If they can't run out sale that game, I think they're going to have a hard time winning a lot. Yeah, I'm picking, game. I mean, I would, I'm picking the Cleveland Ball Club to beat uh, Boston if that's the matchup. Yeah, I would think so. Um, I think the Yankees can beat Boston. They've proven that this year. I think um, I think it's I, the series is pretty close. I'm not sure what it is. I think Cleveland can beat Boston, and I think Houston can beat Boston. So. I would like a uh, AL East tie, so they have to play that. Ugh, Loser plays annoying. wild card. That'd be fun. <laughs> and that would also set the Yankees up better than the Red Sox would be in that situation because if the Red Sox had to throw out sale for the wild card... You, are you in, yeah, well, how would you approach that? Would you go, all right, we want to win this game, or... Well, I'd want to win that game because that's your first attempt at the wild card game. You could approach that as it's a win or go home, um, and then you get a. If you lose, you get, you get a second no chance. chance. Yeah. So I'd try to I'd try to go that route. Enough. If I'm the Yankees, I'm thinking, well, I can. I've got two Make other pitchers pick. tomorrow that can, or the next day that can, be really good. So, um, I think if I'm any team in the American League, I don't want to play the Yankees and. They better hope that some one of these stupid second wild card teams beats them because it'll be Houston will fly through any any of those I would think right Yankees yeah Yankees bullpen they've shifted how is that coming along Uh, it's been good because Chapman is a train wreck Um, if yeah I, we're at, we're almost at September so there's no point in putting him on the DL uh, you could just not pitch him Um, I think it's better it's a really good thing that they brought in Robertson Canley hasn't been that great but he's been fine. Canely started this whole mess. He started this whole <laughs> damn mess with the, uh, with the Detroit. Well, at um, least that night, at least that yeah, day. Oh yeah, that's true. I, I think getting Robertson's going to be huge for them. Um, and I think Batances has been really weird. So, um, the bullpen's going to be an issue maybe, or it might be the type of thing that the starter goes four innings. The bullpen just shuts the team down for five. Cause Chad Green's still awesome too. Um, so what is with Chapman? He's so wild. He's throwing. He's he either either throws a ball or a just no movement fastball right down the middle is what I'm kind of getting when I watch him. And um, I just don't think he's he's only 29. What I mean, every and he's still throwing very hard. What everyone says, all the Yankees broadcasters say every time he pitches, and it's so obvious is he's just throwing fast, and everybody's caught up with that because people are... Severino is throwing 100 miles an mm-hmm. hour in the seventh inning of starts like Verlander used to. Um, so if you bounce, say Severino goes eight, he's throwing 99 in the eighth, and then Chapman comes in, throws 101. What's the difference? 
is the difference Two. is he doesn't have um okay that's yeah. fine <laughs> what's the difference is uh chapman has a horrible changeup and a okay slider severino has an okay changeup and a lights out slider so the difference is and awesome command so the difference is this guy with horrible command with worse pitches it comes in and what's the difference like you can hit 101 if you can hit 99 right he's only making 60 million for the next four years so that's you know yeah i didn't like that signing at the time Uh, i don't think his uh domestic abuse record made me want him either um so it's gonna stink this is gonna be their next version of ellsbury but at least he's not gonna cost quite as much so there was one stat i can't find to remember it or chapman it was significantly down the year before and significantly down for the last two or three years in a stat that was really important whatever it was i think it was maybe swing and miss percentage or some some sort of stat where it was like down yeah five or six percent that's always noted during uh, games broadcasts and stuff is that his um his he's not generating swing and misses and, you, and if you're watching him you can you can tell they're they're hitting it um the the good thing um i think would be that maybe maybe you can try to have him be like a lefty specialist mm. if he does falter but he's worse against lefties so um maybe they can figure something out though to make him sort of a lefty specialist uh but i'm i don't like him obviously he's bad um there's still a month left maybe he'll find something maybe maybe not we'll see yeah we will see and unfortunately he'll probably still be on the yankees for years to come sometime this week tuesday wednesday whenever this fight was i was kind of Paying attention to Twitter, and oh, there's a big fight. So mm-hmm. I got off uh, MLB TV, and let's go back a couple minutes and look at this fight. And uh, what was it? Canely and Cabrera was when it started. Yeah, Canely threw behind Cabrera. He had like Canely, I think, had struck out the three guys before that. He was rolling. Um, was there something before earlier in the season that something happened? No, it's something before in that game. Um, San- so Gary Sanchez to give history to the I'm sure people folks. know yeah gary sanchez is on absolute fire right now like he was last august um and he was just hitting homers against the tigers like easy like with ease so he does off fulmer fulmer says well screw it i'm gonna throw at you the next uh time and the the argument i've heard is that michael fulmer is having hand numbness so he's not being able to locate but if he's if that's the case he shouldn't be pitching um but so sanchez hits a homer then fulmer hits him then later, Canely throws behind Cabrera, which to me is significantly better than hitting him. Um, that's sort of a warning. Like, don't to me. Both are intentional. To me, yeah, yeah. To me, I get this is what I get from that. Canely says, "I'm not going to hit this guy." Did that's, he miss? I don't think he missed. It was behind him. <laughs> it was behind him. It's hard to. Well, Cabrera's big too. He's a big it's, guy. But a righty can hit a righty. I mean, it's pretty easy. I think. Uh, if you're a major league pitcher, you can hit that general area with a fastball. Six feet of a body? Yeah, and so I don't think he missed. I think they were just throwing behind him as to not hit him to say, like, don't hit our players again. Um, then he was thrown out. And then he was thrown out despite warnings, which I would be furious about, too, if I were Girardi. And he was. Um, and he was. And then uh, Cabrera, when Chapman comes in, starts talking, um, allegedly starts saying something to Austin Romine about, like, uh, does he know who he is or something, like, you know, talking up a big game or whatever about how great he's been over his career and Romine's just a backup catcher. Um, And then Cabrera. There's a push and there was a punch. And then starts to box and then Romine takes him down. And credit to Austin Romine. um, 
this all Yankees fans know that um, certain Red Sox catchers that were allegedly the captain of the mm. Red Sox don't take their mask off when they fight. Um, he did showing the uh, Red Sox tradition of of cowardice. Cowardice, you're right. Um, Romine takes off his mask, and then he takes down Cabrera and just starts hammering away at him, which was great. Rarely do you see punches of that level yeah. landed in a brawl, and then um, and that was in the fair portion of the fight. Then Gary Sanchez has his ridiculous sucker punch later that was very funny to just see a guy waltz in and he didn't even get thrown out which is he also did he get what was uh he got four games but they're both appealing because there's two it's their two catchers and they don't have another catcher another healthy catcher on the 40 man right now shouldn't have traded jr murphy what were you thinking <laughs> he wouldn't be on the 40 man uh no. what cabrera got seven i think so canely got whatever he got i don't know if he even got anything he might have got a fine we well, gotta get something jesus i mean he yeah, Romine, what did get Romine get? Two. He got two, and Sanchez got four for his blind punches to the head. Mm-hmm. If it were me, I would have, uh, well, I guess you can use your, you can use your, whoever your third catcher is going to be for, during September call-ups. They're, they're back, their AAA catchers stink right Just now. Just have Romine say, okay, fine, do your suspension, two games, we're done. That's Sanchez. what I would have done. Just get it done with. But I Sanchez. think they're just waiting until call-ups so they can have somebody on the roster who can catch uh, apparently Ronald Torres all probably mm. five foot five of him not is, ideal he's their third <laughs> catcher so, anyway it was interesting I thought it was an interesting fight uh and then it happened two more times benches mm-hmm. cleared the bullpen guys running in I think is stupid and ridiculous uh so what Roman did he get hit in the head who got hit in the head somebody got hit in the head oh boy which, which was the scariest of all the uh, uh it was a tiger which was the scariest was it the other Romine I got hit in no, the head? No, I don't think so. I don't remember who it was. It was some nobody. Todd Frazier got hit. Um, But Batansis hit, hit the guy. The guy. Yeah. And that's why most people are saying, well, it's probably not on purpose because Batansis can't really throw a straight pitch. So that's the other problem. That was one of the better back and forth fights that I've seen in many years. Hopefully it doesn't become a Rangers-Blue Jays situation where every time they play, they're fighting um or orioles red sox or that from yeah. earlier in the year because the yankees don't have uh there's the yankees are a young up-and-coming team the tigers are old and falling apart i don't that's not the team i want to be in a rivalry with um i don't want the yankees getting hurt because of the stupid old tigers but whatever it was very interesting i'll give them that hopefully they can call up a catcher here in a in a, in a few days september call-ups I never understood, I mean, I guess this has happened in the past year or two is when I've started to hear about it of, oh, there's no, there's too many call-ups and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I don't know, because they, I don't understand what they're looking for as far as how it's a negative. They don't want them, I don't know, affecting the playoff race or whatever the hell it is. Uh, I, I don't, where do you stand on that? Because I don't understand the... Uh, I think Buck Showalter's kind of put it really well uh, they should have a, a an assigned 25 man roster going in to a game um of the 40 guys and then you can use those i don't like it too because it affects the playoff race and i mm-hmm. actually I and mean, this is a rare situation where i agree with uh, buck showalter but um i think bringing up guys just to steal bases yeah well we um, saw that with kansas city right. uh with terrence gore mm-hmm. and every team does that now and every they use, team they use that in the playoffs and that was a huge part of them being successful see i'm fine if you do it in the playoffs because you got your 25 man roster um i don't like it when that's guy number 40 
and he's just or whatever you know off your 40 man like the, the worst player you can find on your 40 man and you're just throwing him in there because he's fast and he's not good at anything else um i don't like that and i don't like that you can throw a guy in there for mop-up duty and save your other relievers yeah. um which you shouldn't be able to do because it does affect the playoff race. I think you should, I think it should be 25. I don't, I don't think you should have any more than 25 guys in your roster. I'm okay with it. Um, like the, the contenders here, I mean, they're going to call up a couple guys, two, three, four guys is well, all, and they're not going to be important parts to their, thing. I'd be fine with it. If it were the assigned 25 man roster every time you could kick all your starters off the roster that day, mm-hmm. just say, we're not going to play them. That's four starters, starting pitchers. You free up four spots. That's enough, right? For bench guys or yeah. an extra bullpen guy, or exactly a either whatever you want. Probably That'd be an interesting. Way probably to go. two extra bench, two extra bullpen. Bullpen, yeah. So uh, that would be, or if you want to bump it up to twenty six or twenty seven, that's fine. But probably not twenty five. I like that, um, but I don't. I don't particularly like it because of the. Uh, I don't like the expanded rosters because of the weird advantages it gives you. And your teams that. Detroit, Chicago should be calling up lots of guys to see what happens. Uh, with like with the playoff rosters, you don't need more than four starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. That opens up another playoff spot for a bench or a, a bullpen or whatever you want. So that's, you know, playoffs, you maybe get an extra guy here or there mm-hmm. that you wouldn't in the regular season. Yeah, and I think that's good. Um, I don't know who... who Who would you boot from the Twins? Probably a starter and starting pitcher and... Well, you do Irv, Barrios would be your two starters for sure. Uh, they've had a rotation of fifth starters. I If Kyle Gibson's going to start, the fat man might yeah, start. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's Bart. Uh, Dylan G's been very good. I mean, fine. The, the, the fat man's been good too. It's hard. I mean, they've all been yeah. good. Uh, Gibson's been good the last couple starts. I think you'd carry uh, four. Think. I don't think you'd bring. I don't five know who in. those four would be, and Dylan G. Dylan G. should make the team, uh, at least in the bullpen. And if you know something goes bad, he can go uh, four, uh, three, four, five Ugh. innings there. This is gross. This um, team would be bad. It's very interesting. All these retreads that are doing good. <laughs> this team. There that are okay. I can't say good. Really. No, they've been. They've been. I'd say above average. Is what I, is, I would like, go that far. Yeah, average. I would say Gibson. that's fair. Gibson's not been above average. Pull up whatever he's done the last, I don't know, four or five starts. I don't care. On the whole, he's been bad. 11.1 hits per nine. Here, here's a here stat that. that'll knock your socks off. Okay, I'm not wearing socks. Neither am I. <laughs> it's a socks-free show. Yeah. Twins in the last 17 starts for Kyle Gibson. On the road versus sub-500 teams. Gibson starts, bad teams on the road. 16-1. and one. That's pretty good. I don't know how. That well, happens. The bad part, I think, is the. What happens when he plays plus five hundred teams? Probably anywhere. worse. Probably worse. Probably not sixteen and one. Yeah, that's something's got to be accounting for that ERA. It does. Games going on as we tape. Uh, Milwaukee and the Dodgers three two. Jim Nelson, my man, uh, really is. Uh, is that what he wore in the back of his players' weekend my uniform? Man. My man, <laughs> he did. How do you feel about that? Uniforms? I don't care about it. I think they're all ugly. What about the uniforms? I think they're all ugly, and I'm fine with them selling. Um, I don't think the uniforms part of it was the players' appreciation part. I think that was the MLB selling uniforms part. Um, Some interesting jerseys, a lot of oranges. They were better than that. Um, 
futuristic things yeah, back yeah. in like the late 90s or yeah, reading bad. my mind those were um, bad they were better than that but most of them i would say probably 28 or 29 30 were bad this weekend i didn't mind them different hats too the reds i was fine with the hats were better than the uniforms they reminded me of the the color rush uniforms that mm-hmm. the nfl has done on Which thursday I nights also, one also hate <laughs> one color all green all red all purple Whatever it is, or all blue. Uh, neon, if you're the Seahawks, or like Chris, the Christmas NBA jerseys that are one toned color. Those are better though. Um, you're like the than a lot of these like other the special. Uh, yeah, well, I don't like the. Yeah, I hate the, the sleeves. Yeah, those are bad. I'm gonna try to find a good players' weekend oh, hat here. Toronto Blue Jays, that hat, top notch. Carolina blue, that was a good hat. What's the uh, logo? I think it was the either the bird or the maple leaf, some combination of that. Just, I thought the uh, the Blue Jays were top notch. Uh, twins were Twins were decent. Uh, Houston had some had some wild colors. Baltimore a lot of orange. I uh, I liked it for the most part. Like the Rockies had your mountain hat. Those are so much better than their logo right now. Yeah, the Reds had the what the Reds across the chest. That was pretty. Oh, Blue Jays was just a. Maple Leaf. I like that. It was a good hat. It was a Carolina blue type hat, lighter blue. Um, that was that was good with me. Uh, Brewers had some blue and yellow. Liked what the Brewers did. So I don't like what the Brewers do unless it's the uh, the mint eighties. Yeah, that's, they've kind of that's the best logo. I don't know why anyone would go away from that. They've kind of combined with their darker blue, and they have now the old mint logo. I don't like the darker blue either. If I'm them, I go with that old. It was perfect. What do you? Look at Paul Molitor in those uniforms. Look at him with the pinstripes too. You got to go to that. Snorting, snorting through his <laughs> nose, the white powder like there's no tomorrow. Well, who cares? Who cares? I'm trying to find a good hat here. I, uh, you got all of them there. They're I mean, all, they're all tiny though. I'm trying to find the a twins better. had a red hat. I think the TC, the outline of the state of Minnesota, wasn't terrible. It was all right. The hats. I didn't see a lot of the hats. I like the Cardinals hat. It's their regular one. Good. Uh, Baltimore had an all orange hat with a bird on it, I believe. Yeah, I, I, that one's fine too. I like their regular one though a lot, so I, yeah. I don't know why. Um, Pittsburgh had black and yellow. That was uh, their, their. And they uniforms. had their old pirate guy on the hat. Their uniforms always look pretty good. Um, A's was two tone, but it still had the A. So Houston, I don't know what the bright blue was. Um, Angels just had their regular one. Mets were their. Yeah, I'd say bright. most of them were bad. The Yankees was particularly bad, gray, um, not good. Um, yeah, I'd say most of them are bad. <laughs> I know it's just a sell. I think if the players were to pick what they wore, it would be different than this. The Reds were good because it was the Red Legs guy. Um, Some of the nicknames, they were whatever. Some yeah, didn't I don't do care. It. Uh, yeah, I could care Some less. Odd. I think it's fine if the players want to do that. Um Didi Gregorius uh, painted Looney Tunes, hand-painted himself Looney Tunes on his cleats, which was uh, interesting. Himself? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good, dude. Like himself as a cartoon. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. He hand-painted them with Looney Tunes on them. Oh. Which is kind of weird, but oh. it symbolizes Like Didi. Bugs Bunny. And... Yes, it was a very uh, good... Didi-esque. Yes, it was very Didi-esque. Didi-esque. That's exactly, exactly how I'd put it. But yeah, on the whole, I think this is a merchandise selling ploy to... Uh, uh, framed as a player's thing, um, which is fine if they want to do that. I think uh, I don't care. I think. Somebody had like a American bat from, I think, 
like a blue and Maybe. white red bat. My favorite bat um, was Kyle Seeger's which had only like the tip of it was black and the rest of it was like maple or whatever, mm. regular color. What? And it was, they were kind of talking about it on Friday, I think, um, on the Yankees broadcast, but it might, they were wondering if it might, might mess with pitchers a little bit because there's this weird black tip you're seeing. I don't know, but it was int- It was very weird. It was very weird. Or it might mess with players seeing like uh, uh, fielders seeing this, oh, I could see that. this black um, weird tip going through it's the like zone. 1940, folks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't think these were good. Most of these hats. Do you have any ones that you liked other than Toronto? I like Toronto. I mean, I, I like a lot of hats. I think you know I have a lot of hats because mm. I wear almost a different one every week. So, uh, big fan of the hats. Not going to buy any of these hats. No, Probably I feel like not. there are a lot of other good ones that are regular hats that are good. Unless they are very cheap, $5, 10 and uh, I might look into that. So. Well, maybe a year from now. I like Cleveland's, Um, I think we talked about this after. Marlins had something wild. I, li- I liked Cleveland's uh, old C that they wore a couple weeks ago. Um, The weird shaped. It's so much better than their boring. Normal one. Yeah, I don't know how I'd describe this. A boomerang shaped C or something like that. Anyway, Players Weekend. Great. How was your uh, trip? Oh, oh yeah, we can, we can go on that now. Good trip. Uh, Twins game was Good the worst trip. game. Twins Good game trip. was the worst game. I like that. I was it seven one eight one? Uh, the theme of the trip was home runs. Okay. How about I saw here's, lots of here's some runs. questions for you. I'll I'll frame these. So, uh, how many ballparks do you go to? This Five. is the I'm I'm a reporter, so Good. I can do this. The Mitchell paper. <laughs> yeah, the Mitchell paper. Five parks. Five. Okay. What were they? Target Field. Okay. Miller Park. All right. Wrigley Field. Tiger Stadium, Comerica Park, and uh, Cedar Rapids, one in Cedar Rapids. They call uh, it Perfect, uh, was it Perfect Game Stadium or Perfect Game Field? Home of the Colonels. Home of the Cedar Rapids Colonels. So what's which, which ballpark do you enjoy the most going to? I assume it's not Target because you've been there before. My dad really liked Detroit. That's what I thought would have been good. Uh, Detroit was uh, better. That exceeded my expectations. That was the one that exceeded my expectations. Um, I mean, Wrigley Field was, I mean, it was Wrigley Field, so that was... Skyline behind that was special. In Detroit's nice too. Detroit, yes, very good That's, skyline. I thought I thought you liked that one. I've the never Detroit's been there, yeah, the, I can't. Nice. I don't think there's another stadium like that. Twins have a decent uh, skyline. Pa, Pittsburgh, I guess. Cubs pretty good. Yeah, Pittsburgh sounds it looks great. Um, but Detroit, I think, knocked it out of the park. Got a lot of cool. tigers, tiger heads, and crap outside the stadium, and big cats and. They had like a food court thing, like looked like a mall and a big Ferris, not a Ferris wheel, but a carousel thing. And that was like, wow, I haven't seen that before. So that was unique. So for so Wrigley, Wrigley was good for the Wrigley factor yep. and uh, Detroit was good for... Good factors. Good factor. What was the best game you went to? Uh, the Cubs game. What was the uh, outcome of that? 13-10. I don't remember that. It was uh, nine. It was on Wednesday, Wednesday of uh, two weeks ago. Nope. Thursday, Thursday of two weeks ago, uh, John Lester and Scott Feldman. Ooh, aces. Yeah, Lester had an atrocious start against Pittsburgh on TBS a couple months ago. I think he gave up 10 runs in the first. Um, he had a similar start. He gave up nine runs in the second inning. Uh, he was on. He went on the DL afterwards. Both starters went on the DL afterwards. Oh, That's nice. how bad they You're were. You're a bad luck I am. guy. Nine-nothing Reds at the end of two. It was nine to nine in like the sixth inning, and the Cubs hit back to back to back home runs. 
I believe the Cubs hit six or seven. Uh, Votto hit one. The Reds hit two. They had some young kid who was a pretty good, something Irvin, who was pretty solid. Phil. Phil Irvin. Get he the box score up. had a couple of uh, home runs that series. The night before, uh, we were there. We didn't go to the game. We got there. There was a, I don't know if there was a bit of a rain delay, um, but we got there right before the game started, I think, and the Cubs... A blue a lead, came back to win on a wild pitch walk-off. You got to see your guy Schwarber hit a homer. Yeah, Schwarber hit one. Um, yeah, it was exciting. Uh, Baez hit one. Uh, I think Bryant probably hit one. You're mis- Hap hit two. Hap hit a couple of them. Avila uh, hit one. And speaking of, speaking of such. Otto and Irvin. You said it right. It's always I've always heard it as Alex Avila. Mm-hmm. He's been around for numerous years. And now I hear it's... Alex Avila. I don't think that's right. And I heard his dad had an interview on radio a couple weeks ago. They called him Avila. And I'm like, and they called him Alex Avila at Wrigley Field. And I'm like, I've always heard Alex Avila. Well, that's what I've always heard for like 10 years. I'm going to stick with Avila until I hear yes. it different. I can't change in midstream like yeah, that. Yeah, that's I don't get too that. weird. I don't like that either. Anyway. Last good, question, good, then. Good, good game there. Yeah, good game. Um, got, yeah, it looks like a good game. Got bobbleheads. Um, Which bobbleheads you get? It was the three. It was They were all together. There's three oh, of them. okay, okay. It's Hendricks, Lester, and Arietta, presented by Las Vegas. So. Where did I just see? I don't know if they just gave one out, but um, I was hearing... The th- I was hearing. I, I was thinking you were in Cincinnati for some mm. reason. I just saw a... Uh, bobblehead and this is probably because i was looking up the 1990 uh, well no i was looking up the 1990 reds as we were talking about before but i just saw it uh, it might have been recently or before but they had the nasty boys on a, mm, all three uh, of them on a bobblehead something thing. like that yeah yeah there's actually over the yep. a's tweeted something about how uh the eckersley um bobblehead was price hyphen less <laughs> funny good um but yeah last question then who, who was your, uh, of the players you saw, you saw a huge range of players, uh, including, did you end up seeing Royce Lewis? He'd be my answer, I'm sure, to your question. Well, maybe not. Who was your favorite player to watch that you that you got to see during Probably his him. trip? I mean, I went specifically, that was a last-minute edition the well, week before. let's like, go MLB then. I'm we'll going talk... to see this guy, and he was four for six, so he was great. Well, that's good. We'll talk Royce Lewis in a minute. Of the major leaguers, guys that you got to see... Maybe some guy for the first Who's time. Who's the most exciting? Like, I like yeah. Puig. Puig. That's a good choice. Always Puig. I picked him up uh, when he first came up. Funny name. I'm like, yep, Puig. And then he had that monster month when he came up, and he was exciting. Um, yeah, Puig. Bellinger would probably oh, be the yeah. other guy. Puig and Bellinger would be the two. Jim Nelson got to see my guy Jim Nelson pitch. Cool. Not, not great, but he pitched okay. Um, Keon Broxton was, uh, I think he had two home runs. He was an exciting player. So what's your um I know uh Jeff Sullivan of Fangraphs talks about him all the time on on that their yeah. podcast. Um He reminds me of Buxton. What's your thoughts on uh what's your scouting report report on Royce Lewis? Oh my. Good defense, good arm, good range. Uh I don't think he'll hit for a lot of power. Solid hitter. Holes in his swing. I know um, No, didn't uh, swing in any junk from the game I saw. I remember when I used to go to Sea Dogs games and I'd watch Mookie Betts, mm. and I was like, "Ugh, this guy's gonna be annoyingly good." Um, did you have any feelings um, of of things you think? Like I saw, I would see Mookie Betts hit a few, like a bunch of times, and I'd be like, "Ugh, this guy's gonna be a yep. nightmare for me hitting." 
particularly? Was there any tool from Royce Lewis that you're like, this guy's going to be, this is what this guy's going to be good at for sure? I think defense for sure, because it's, you know, we've seen Buxton struggle. Where was he playing? Shortstop. And you think he's going to stick? Yeah. We'll see about that. He's, why? I don't know. Second base or what? You just never know. You just. He's not very big. I think. um, He looked fine, capable of fielding. Oh, yeah. He looked very good defensively. There was one slow roller he charged that he. I don't think he, I think he gloved it and couldn't couldn't quite throw it. That was a tough play. That's a good sign that he's good at defense because I think yeah, I think even at that level, good if, arm. if you're looking sure-handed, um, and and you're not blowing too many uh, obvious chances, I think um, usually you can be good shortstop in the majors. There's no reason you can't. Fielding's the same anywhere, really. Um, I remember Jose Iglesias was kind of like that. He's, see him be very good, good defense and, and you're like well he'll be a good shortstop that's good that's a good that's a good thing to hear about royce lewis because i i always just my impression of him was that he's not gonna be able to play shortstop oh, i think so well they said like outfield wasn't the initial thing well maybe they move into the outfield he is 6 2 uh 190 probably get up to like two it's bigger than i thought he was something. I guess. yeah he is bigger than i thought he was that's I, that's why i was surprised you said he looked good there and we'll see if that holds up but that's that's good that's yeah, good he to was, hear he was four for six. Uh, he was hitting 400 after that game. Since then, he's dropped at three, like like 315. So he's had. That's probably the highest level he gets to this year, I assume. With oh, yeah, the, with yeah. the minors ending up. Um, here yeah, he had quick. three hits this week, so it wasn't. He, he did walk three times. He didn't walk much. I don't think he walked at all his first week in single A last week. Which was, level of single A is this? I like low? low? I think it's low. Okay, so uh, he starts. What's their regular single A team? Like Fort Myers. So that's where he starts next year, probably. Yes. Huh? Um. I think he's their starting starting shortstop. Twenty twenty season as a twenty one year old. Um, I think he's in Double A by the end of next year. Yeah, I think he'll be. Oh, I'd hope so. I think um, he spends two full years in the minors next year in twenty nineteen, and I think it's Lewis one. Uh, maybe you put Buxton two, Sano three. If Dozier's still around, he'd be in that mix. But uh, Lewis, Buxton, Sano, yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah, it's good to hear Lewis's. Good. You never, uh, you never count out a first overall pick being an absolute train wreck. So, um, I'll be interested to see. Thus far, um, fifty games in the minors, two hundred at bats, eighteen steals. It's the advantage of signing him quickly. Yes. And not signing Hunter Green or something. Twenty-nine strikeouts to twenty-two walks. You can live with that. Uh, Twenty-seven driven in. He has hit four home runs. 283 average, 381 on base, 400 slugging. So, uh, yes, more than impressed with the number one pick. That's good. That's good. He's no Yasiel Puig. Puig! But. Did get a, uh, did get a baseball. Yeah? Uh, I believe it was Chase Utley. It was. Your guy. <laughs> yeah, my guy. Batting practice, left field, and pr- I'm pretty sure it was him. He rifled one 400 feet and, uh. Landed close enough, we picked it up. Then another one from Grandal. He fouled it off, and my dad dropped it. And, ah. uh, it would have been a. It would have been terrible if you would not have gotten the one before that. Okay, but he got uh-huh. one. Good, it's you know, easy play, but the spin on the ball is just ridiculous. So, yeah, uh, outfield's harder than uh, outfielders make it look. You never, um, especially with no gloves. That's true. <laughs> You I mean, usually you see the foul ball and it lands, whether it's mm-hmm. five rows back, ten rows in front of you, it's never, usually doesn't land where it initially falls. Mm-hmm. So, 
Any uh, what else? What else is going on? In the Chicago world? was an old, dirty town. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go downtown to see the big, uh, the usual stuff you see pic- people take pictures of when you go downtown. Um, I'm going to show my um, cultural awareness here. You didn't go see uh, Chicago's home of the, the big shiny thing that the I big don't know. Shiny bean thing. Yeah. Yep. We didn't go to see that. We didn't. Uh, I'm sure that's a lot better part. I guess there's something called the Navy Pier right by the water that was scheduled but did not happen. Yeah, it's uh, Wrigley Field is just you know as part of the neighborhood. There's apartments and right outside of it, it's kind of cool because it was built a hundred years ago. That was good to see. I'm gonna take a wild guess and say it was a day game. Oh yes, a day considering game. Considering the uh, neighborhood rules they have there, usually sat behind home plate off to the left a section or two so that was so i could see the field good tickets everyone yeah i could see the field it was uh yeah basically second deck uh behind home plate all off to the left third base side so i was happy with that i bought some stinkers for the the twins uh games this weekend just like 30 bucks piece where's those at i don't know (laughs) you don't know like way up behind home plate like in the moon oh it's fine Those, those are fine I just figured I'm like those are fine. You can move around. I'm not gonna, yeah, and I don't want to uh, spend a bunch of money. But uh, yeah, sounds like it was good. No um, rainouts then. No, that's it, cool. Um, yeah, twins had a rainout the very next day. Sprinkled a little bit going to Chicago, and sprinkled just a little bit that morning. Detroit was good. Cedar Rapids was good. We. Drove through that hellacious storm on Monday oh, yeah? from Worthington, Minnesota to Sioux Falls. That was uh, a bit ridiculous with the with the eclipse. Um, that was a lot of rain. Yeah, the eclipse and the storm double yeah. uh, doubled up traffic. Rare that there's traffic in this part of the country. Yeah, that eclipse is... that was that was too much. That was people went a bit much for that. It was uh, very funny here in Mitchell, South Dakota, where the skies were just covered in clouds. Whole eastern part of the state. <laughs> couldn't see anything. Very funny. Um, so we definitely, um, I go, I have a good idea. Why don't we um, run a centerpiece story that day, the next day, about how no one could see ah, the eclipse. Good. Because that will be funnier than a story about people being able to read, watch the eclipse. So we did. It was good. Attendance was very good, thirty-two to thirty-seven thousand everywhere. Oh, that's good. Cubs were sold out. Twins had thirty plus for all of that uh, disappointing Cleveland series. <laughs> um, they had thirty-seven hundred in Cedar Rapids. I think it fits about five thousand. Um, yeah, attendance was great for all of these games. So. That is uh, good. Good. I can't think of any. Um... Saw Kenley Jansen almost blow a four-run lead in the ninth. Upton hit two home runs. Um, Cubs game had like eight or nine home runs. Cleveland hit about five of them off the fat man. Um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, uh, Pittsburgh, mm, runner up for game of the uh, game of the week. It was seven, six tons of home runs there. I think five, six home runs. Broxton hit two. It was, uh, what Neil Walker, I believe hit one. Yeah. Very good game. He had Garrett Cole and. Jim Nelson pitch. They both gave up three runs in an inning in the same inning. And, uh, yeah, Milwaukee, uh, solid, solid right there. So, And you got to see Joey Votto. <clears throat> yeah, he was fun. Joey Votto Canada's was very good. player. That's right. And I'm watching him and I'm like, yeah, he's not going to swing at anything terrible. And he was very, very good to watch. He's awesome. We should mention his uh, 0 for 0, 0 for 0, uh, 5 watt game, 
Sunday, which is a, a feat. Only, against, only Joey Votto can against Pittsburgh, right? can put together. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, do you want to shift gears here and talk uh, Giancarlo? Sure. Uh, formerly in, known as Mike. I always call him Mike Stanton. Uh, you choose Mike, we'll go with Mike. Indians shut out Kansas City for the week. End was 20 nothing. Oof. Three shutouts in a row, first time in like 50, 60 years that's happened. Kansas City might be... Uh, they're on the... Well, nobody... It seems like the you know Twins had a 4-4 four and four week, and they're still leading the thing. So it's like 500 is good enough now. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Twins. They're going to need to... Uh, they got the White Sox coming up again, don't White they? Sox, but they White, this lost is, a few to them. This, they lost three out of five. White this, Sox have an energy to them because of all these young guys coming right. up. And they want to show that they're good, so... Last three against the White Sox. They have Kansas City coming up, so uh, you need to win both of those series. You need to go four and two, especially with Kansas City. You got to put them away. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think so. Um, but will they? Who knows? <laughs> they got Irv. They got Barrios, and maybe the Fat Man pitching uh, against Can against Chicago. Oh, so. You know what? Now that I bought these tickets for the weekend, I should Who's see who is pitching. Who is pitching? You're on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Figured I'd do a. You're gonna see Irv on up. Sunday. Great. Well, that is. Probably and you're gonna good. see Gibson probably on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I hope not. I'm waiting for the. I hope you do. I hope not. Um. Yep. <laughs> Gibson Saturday versus uh, former Mitchell High School basketball coach Eric Scoglin. Yeah, Scoglin. Uh, number garbage. 69 is his number, and uh, Irv versus Ian Kennedy, former Yankee. There you go. Not so bad. Um. Not so good. <laughs> I don't care. I just wanted to go to Target for once. There you go. Um, and now are, are you going to park? You're going to spend the weekend there, obviously. Going to uh, go to the... You've never been to the mall. Probably going to go to the mall. No, I don't know about that. Probably not. No? Probably not. Do you have a hotel? Yeah. You're going to park across... I'm going to go find a parking garage, and then I'm just going to lift, take a lift everywhere. Okay. Or park at your hotel. It's going to be more expensive than some city parking garage, I bet. Your hotel? Probably. It's right downtown. Always. Oh, it's downtown. Well, that's a problem. Um, there was uh, sometimes people park at the mall or walk to the Mall of America and take the train, which maybe saves you money, but it takes longer I was thinking there's got to be a good 50 minutes to get there, which is a <laughs> there's got to be some city parking garages downtown that are probably cheaper than what the hotel. There's one right across from Target Field that we parked at. For, I think it was twelve dollars, thirteen dollars. And it's literally right across. And you take a, uh, a skywalk thing. You don't have to leave the parking garage. You go right to the into the stadium that way. We never did that before. I will. Um. I will be Many figuring options. out all the options that Many are the options. cheapest, and I just know I will be using Lyft every single place I go there you because go. I do not like driving places I don't know. Yeah, big city driving, not great. One final point on the big city stuff. What What is the appeal of the big city? Because I mentioned how it's dirty. The Chicago part was like dirty, old brick buildings. Some of them weren't kept up great. Just it's it seeing, you know, you're, you're compact. You got freaking three and a half million people in this goddamn city. And it's just, you know... The appeal is stuff to do. That's what the appeal is. Yeah, there's tons of stuff to do. Your arenas, your concerts, and there's a comedy club right across the deal there. Does Minneapolis have some good comedy club or what they got? Sure. They got stuff right there. Improv or no? They got something. We'll you you it. walk you walk downtown Minneapolis, you'll find stuff to do. I'll find it. I think the appeal of the big cities, by the way, like that. is that stuff. The thing is, though, 
you can usually get a lot of that kind of stuff in like a medium-sized city not even medium, you like consider a small, like a small city like lincoln or something sioux falls no sioux falls kind of doesn't smaller hit the, than that sioux falls is too small to Omaha. Omaha is the bigger. To me, when you get up to that, yeah. 200? When you get up to that. Um, 300? Sioux Falls is just a little too small. Maybe maybe not. Maybe Sioux Falls isn't too small. Sioux like Falls might be too spread out. 175. It might be too spread out, I think, is the problem. I don't know. Sioux Falls doesn't have much to do. That's what I think. Minneapolis is like just over three. Milwaukee was surprising. That was like 600,000. Um, Detroit was smaller than I thought. That was like it's six, seven hundred thousand. Chicago's very big. Those are better, obviously. Those are better size cities. Most, well, you can be a small city, but you just, as long as you have like a, a public university, then you can usually get away with being pretty. If SDSU was in Sioux Falls, I think that would be exactly. But it's not. But it's not. Instead, they have Augustana, which is not doesn't have the quite the. It's in the middle of town. It's not very big, and it doesn't have quite the, the student body that would allow you to have nice fun things in the city like lincoln right exactly exactly lots of people walking dogs in chicago lots of dry cleaners you go a block without seeing a dry cleaner that's how many people were dry cleaning dogs in chicago not a lot okay maybe maybe a couple maybe a couple how many people were walking all of them dry cleaners none of them okay that i saw (laughs) so just uh, cramped and um you know, you'd have to walk everywhere, which is fine, or bike everywhere. It's just... I'm not a walker due to um, various things that... Shin splints. More shin splints. Yeah, I'm not a walker because I can't really. And, bone um, spurs. The, the fact that most of these towns have ride-sharing systems and stuff now, most of these cities, is pretty fantastic if they don't have uh, What's public what, transportation. 10 minutes? How much do you have to wait? All right, I want a thing long. right here. Pick Usually me up pretty here. Usually pretty quick. Well, here at uh, Milwaukee, they had a special section in their parking lot. Uber pickup right here. Yeah, no, it's it's good. good. I mean, that's a good that's a good, good thing idea. that we have these days because it's pretty awesome. And they have it in small enough places now that um, stunningly not Sioux Falls, which is kind of but it's because it's so spread out. I think, um, but most cities of that size do. So, uh, any more things on the city uh, front? What something else? There was something else. Something else. I'll let you think about it. There were free brats at Milwaukee. Yeah, that doesn't, brat quite, day. Uh, that doesn't quite... Not for you, but uh, for others, it's good. <laughs> um, you sign up, as apparently, at every ballpark, because it was all at three, all four ballparks I was at. Uh, you sign up to be a designated driver, and you get a free soda at the concession stand. Well, that's cool. That's a good... That's, uh, that's, uh, that's good a idea. Thing. I like that. So I like free stuff. Free hot dogs and uh, free pop is what I got. And they give you a little wristband like you would get. Yeah. Uh, you just take off that wristband and get another one. And then you get two drinks because they give you a little piece of paper. All right, here's my thing. Drink. Go back. All right, here's my other thing. You cheat the system a little bit there. For our normal um, non-Midwestern listeners, pop is soda. Pop is soda. So. <laughs> for you East Coast folk. For, for the normals out there. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, I guess I can't. That's the funniest thing to me. Just <laughs> and, and people bash Detroit, but Detroit was fine with me. Yeah, I Detroit thought. seems nice. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why people bash it either. Certain seems... parts, maybe. Or, I mean, certain parts of any big city are not uh-huh. going to be great. Exactly. But uh, I thought Detroit, thumbs up. Uh, part of Chicago I was in, not great. If I were to live there, I would not live in that part of Chicago. And uh, I think I saw one part, uh, maybe a block or two, just outside of Wrigley Field, something like eighteen hundred dollars a month for uh, normal yeah. accommodations. 
which was a bit extreme. Chicago is an extreme level city, though, like New York and and well, Los three. Angeles isn't really that because it's also spread meant out. to be spread out too. Um, those kind of cities, I could see where you might not like it, and I wouldn't either. Well, just you know, like when you get down to like the twenty fifth to fiftieth biggest cities, that's where it's more comfortable. I like Nashville. Nashville's nice. Go to Nashville. Yeah. Um, Somebody recently told me, and obviously I'm not going to go there. And this is a this made me laugh when they told me to go there. It was an old person. They told me to go to Branson. And yeah, I, it's an old person. Deal. And I inst- I laughed as a reaction, <laughs> I, which I wasn't supposed to do. Um, oh, they take that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> say, hey, I'm 20. They know, yeah, exactly. Five they years realize. old. Maybe when on I'm on the 50. day, on the nose, even on the nose today or today. What? Happy birthday, as we everybody. as we record, as we record. So it was. And just the the cramped crampedness i felt cramped and uh the streets you can obviously imagine cars parked on this side cars parked on that side i assume they were one-way streets because that's all you could fit down that street and i'm sure you've seen pictures or mitchell's even got one movies or streets. tv yeah, that's ridiculous <laughs> um so yeah chicago just seemed dirty and very <laughs> cramped so uh that's in I chicago like, so I like travis doesn't out. travis doesn't spread like me you. out Give me, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever go back, but if I do, I want to go You did to, once, though, so you don't need to go back. Yeah, I like to see, I like to see the downtown area. It's like any city. Stuff. You don't really need to go more than once, particularly. That's why when people go to, like, a vacation, like, the same place every year, I don't understand. Better be that. something else, something different to do. Yeah, exactly. Same stuff. Yeah. That was my trip. Cool. Sounds good. like it was good, though. Good trip. And you got to see Yasiel. Yasiel Puig, I don't think he got a hit either. That was bad. He had a great uh, catch, great catch. That was good. Bellinger did not do well either. So my guys, uh, Alex Presley did amazing. <laughs> I even took a picture of the scoreboard that showed he had like two or three hits. I'm like, wow, he's still hitting well over 300. So. Nice, nice. Well, Justin Upton had two home runs. Um, I like Justin Upton. He needs to go to a good team. He might be stuck in purgatory on the Tigers if he doesn't opt out. And him opting out, that's the big, the big hot button topic. So you had Stanton stuff. Yeah, you want to talk Stanton? So I was looking. Top 15 homers, home run leaders right now. Stan hit 50 today, Sunday. In a um, single season? Or? In a single season. He would be he would be tied for 38th right now. But if he gets to 57, he would be tied with uh, Luis Gonzalez and Rod at 57. So I think you, you get at least 60. Do you think? Okay. Yeah. This is the question. What do you think he finishes with? 63. So I'd tie in with Sammy Sosa, slugging Sammy Sosa. Sosa. What, 63 is what you think. I, I think, think that 13 is... more in the next 30 games. Man, that feels right. I'll say 64 <laughs> just, to, <laughs> just to be different. But that would also tie with Sosa for a different number. So we're we're thinking he's uh, going to hit the Sammy Sosa level. And people are going to be saying, oh, that's the real record right here, folks. Mm-hmm. And, it's and like, that's well, what I wanted to talk about, too. Well, well it's not. So you can you can say whatever you want, but uh, yeah, um, unless you take, I mean, you're not taking it away, you're not changing the record. Books. You could argue, you could argue this, and I don't think it's a good argument, but you could argue because Stanton wears a face mask, he mm. feels more protected, and he's cheating because of it. Performance enhancing. Yeah, it's performance enhancing. I always you, say you could argue that. I'm always interested in where that line is. Arizona beat San Francisco 11 to nothing. This game was like two nothing in the seventh. Um, I'm always interested in where that line is of what is deemed too much. Because if you are, you know, cortisone, cortisone shot to the arm is fine, it seems like you can take drugs as long as you are hurt. If you are perfectly healthy and try to take drugs, that is frowned upon, even though 
the shots, the, to dull the pain, to numb the pain, to take away the pain, that's okay. As long as you're hurt and you take something that gets you back to your average level, that's fine. If you're normal, but you try to take something to take you up to that next level, people say, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, which I think is interesting. Yeah, I guess it's... um. I think we're probably both on the same page that the Bonds record is the record because it's the record. That's the way it is. I mean, he was uh, he was doing stuff, and um, there was no really drug policy in place. So Bonds also hit pitchers that were hell of a lot better than the pitchers Roger Maris, Babe Ruth, Jimmy Fox, Hank Greenberg. Uh, likely were, that's were, true. Were facing yeah. so not. I would argue not likely. <laughs> I'd argue pretty very likely. Very much a guarantee. Um, so how do you think that was when there was you know there's eight teams in the league and you're facing you probably face guys all the time you have to play each team and they pitch 20 times way into games and yeah you're probably hitting a bunch of homers in the seventh when the i don't think it'd be dead. ridiculous to face one guy 20 times in a year probably not um and i think uh if teams players were doing that now runs would be scored a lot higher level i think um but yeah i think i uh, i think we're in agreement in agreement that he could get he would get to five or six uh, place he would uh he has 24 now so you put him up at around 35 in the second half that's got to be close to some sort of mark i believe bonds had something like 37 before the break um yeah i guess i don't know um what's uh because we always pay attention to early on in the season because the standings are what they are and we can see guys um but we never look at the second half and just look at okay well, who is doing well in the second half um, Chris Sale is still leading in war. Um, so I, I find it interesting just to look at the second half because you actually have to cut it off and start over again. And who is doing well there? Because we know all the guys that got off to the fast starts. Now we say, okay, the second half of the season, are, are they just um, having a good season because their first half was good and their second half so-so? Or, or what's the deal here? Or guys that had a bad first half, like Buxton, is now turning it around and he's looking to have a pretty good season. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can find some sort of... I'll talk about Buxton while you find the home runs. Um, home run leaders post All-Star break. Stan, 24, then Nelson Cruz, 14, tied with Donaldson, Gallo, and Gary Sanchez. Not even close. No. What other things do you want to... Uh, don't have Buxton. I mean, Buxton had his best offensive, I mean, without a doubt, offensive day today. He had three home runs. He scored four times. He drove in five. He had a steal or two. Um, he's really good now. His last 32 games, not counting today. If you want to count today, I'll do some quick math. Last 33 games, he has nine home runs. He has 23 driven in. Um, only one strikeout per game, which is what I will I'll take that. Ten steals. He's batting probably over 350 now on base near four. I mean, he is... He's not in the top 50 and hits in the second half. No. I'll tell you that. No. Um, yeah, he's been see, better. If, if it updates tomorrow, I'm interested to see where he's at. Last month has been good. It's been the best month of his career. Two weeks ago, we talked about who could challenge Trout, and... I still don't see that happening. <laughs> like, he, if, uh, if he puts together, like, this sort of a season, I think he's a top 10 player. Just because we'll of his defense, I think, I think he's, he's a, prone to streaks, and I think he will always that'll be. That's the question. I think he'll always be that way, and I think he'd I, be a seven or eight win player at this rate. Yeah, I just don't see that in a million years. I, if his offense is this way, we've very much flip flopped on our stance of Byron Buxton. It, it's very easy for me, very easy to read me, 
If you're bad, you're bad. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you're good, you're good. I thought he could be an above average player at best. I think he's he, he's hit that, um, and he might surpass that a little bit. Um, but I don't think he can be better than that. His minor, I mean, I don't really care what you do in the minors. You have to show it in the majors. And for the first time, he's show, he's hitting like he did. That made him the number one prospect, the minor league player of the year. It's very exciting for a guy. I mean, last, his last month, um, last season was good. Again, finish out the year strong. Have a good start the next year. Have a good season next year. Um, yeah, so it's very exciting to see him maybe be the guy that they kept talking about for the past five years. And if he can end up as a 250 hitter, which he's raised his average 40 points in the last month, which is unbelievable. He's been good lately. He's been great. He he's been a their nice best catch player. a couple days ago or yesterday yeah. or whatever. He's been their best player. I mean, he's he's just their best player right now. He has been good. Hopefully uh, he can figure that out again. I mean, that year. adds the Twins offense has been on the streak they've been on the past three weeks. It's been their offense. It's been the reason why they've led. I think they led baseball in runs over the past three weeks or so. <laughs> it's weird. Um, Without Sano, there you go. Yeah, no, they've been better, um, which stinks for me. I've they, already they, kind of been resigned to shaving my head. That's uh, yeah. Two, uh, they're they're a game and a half above everybody now, which well, is go. good. There you go. Angels lost. They're a game and a half better than Angels Seattle. So some distance, a game and a half distance. Angels lost. Texas is going to lose. That's going to drop them three back. And they're two and a half better than Kansas City. A little uh, a separation. A game separation. Yeah, they uh, will not be the second wild card. <laughs> I'm very optimistic. I don't think they will. I, if, um, if you had to pick a team now, you got the Angels. I still have the Angels. I'll go Twins. But my cha- my pick could change. Seattle, I don't think. Especially if the way they played in the first Texas, inning against the Yankees. Texas now. is the only team with plus run differential. But now they're three games back. Yeah, I don't see them. They had their Baltimore's walk last year. playing well. Yeah, they could do it. Um, Kansas City, uh, this series with the Twins is going to be a big one. Here's Speaking of Baltimore, I remember I mentioned this during the trade deadline. I thought it was very bizarre that he got traded. I still think it's that very bizarre. Um, Tim Beckham oh, yeah. is on fire right now since he got traded to the, the Orioles. He's playing exclusively shortstop. Um, 24 games, 109 plate appearances, 192 OPS+. plus. So, before that, for for the Rays, he was 95 OPS plus, which is solid for a utility player. I don't know why the hell they traded him. They were still in the race. Um, yeah. I think it's worth What's noting his OPS? that total on the year. Yeah, or just with Baltimore, 192. Oh, his OPS, his OPS. one 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 one. Wow, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's just because he was he's been bad. He's been bad. He's been a 109 OPS plus career hitter. His career is 109. Take off this little run he's Take been on. Take off this little run he's been on. Okay, let's. So before he was like he, before this season, he was 97 OPS plus hitter. More was expected of him than well being well, average. Yeah, he was the first overall pick. Yeah, you got to be better than that. He just be well, be an average guy. I would, don't even know if that's true. I think if you're a first overall pick, if you just make you're it average, the, if you just make it to the majors and are fine, I I don't care. In the major leagues, if you just make it there, and the the draft's a crapshoot, if you just make it, you're good. like. Here's the thing about like whether it's you know whatever draft and whatever sports with the number one pick, the team there they can pick anybody. They have all these guys. Pick yours. Pick anybody. Pick the guy who you think is going to be the best. And sometimes they just completely whiff. But man, it's like if you're the number one guy, like you should you know 
be an above average major league player more than 50% of the time. Not always going to happen. Um but yeah, he was like he's like that age, he's 27. They were like, "Okay, once you're 27, 28 and you're still you're still not better like that Hicks. Hicks was like, "Yeah, 27, 28, you're still not better. You need to so- show some improvement." And I think he took a step back. I think this year. I think last year was pretty good. Um, it is. It was a weird trade, though. I think Beckham has been fine. I'm looking at other other first overall picks. Luke Hoshaver, or however that's said, yeah. uh, a 3.1 win player. Um, he was a good bullpen arm for a year and a half, maybe two years. Matt Bush, who is a pitcher now, all of a sudden, and he's okay, but he's been like a two win player for his career. Uh, Delman Young, who uh, miraculously played 1118 games and is a two and a half well, win, how about this? two and a half win player over 1118 games bad defense delman young good hitter he never played a game in his 30s very weird that last is very season weird. was a 29 and mm-hmm. he was i think is still relatively productive and uh, for whatever um, reason never uh he was bad his last year but the year before he was pretty decent as a platoon 30 so, years old uh, never played i don't know why he didn't get weird um but yeah, there are all these guys who were taken first overall who were bad, and then there are all these guys who were taken like third or fourth or fifth that are don't even make it. Brian Bullington in uh, two thousand two was a negative win player for his career. That's amazing how, like I said, you can pick anybody. Pick I think anybody well, you can't though. You you have you, to take a guy that people won't laugh you out of. If you well, ta- take well, so if you're if you're if you're let's say nineteen ninety nine because that's what I have up. If you're the Rays, Devil Rays, as they were at that point, and you don't take Josh Hamilton or Josh Beckett, and you take Jason Repko, a utility infielder, you know, like who went if, 37th overall, people are you're going to be fired if well, you're the man, general manager. <laughs> there's a reason why those two guys were number one. There's a reason why Josh Hamilton was the number and one guy. And that pick didn't work out, though. No. That was a miserable failure. And then he went somewhere and he had... He he showed why. So a couple so of maybe, seasons. Maybe why, that's okay. a bad example. But um, here's here's the five. Here, okay, 1998. Here's a good example of why the draft MLB draft stinks. Here's your here's your top six picks. Pat Burrell, Pat the Bat, number one overall. Good good he player. Was solid player. Uh, Mark Mulder, number two. Good player. Corey Patterson, okay, solid, whatever. Not that great, but whatever. Jeff Austin, a negative .7 player that was taken fourth overall. J.D. Drew, probably the best. I think he dropped for a signing bonus issue. And then six overall, Twins. No Major League Service time, Ryan Mills. Yep, so bad. the Twins date back to their- Like, there's a reason why those guys, like you look at this year's draft, Hunter but Green. three of those guys are not, two of them stunk, and one of them was a fourth outfielder. Mark Mulder was very good. And Burl was good, and Drew was JD good. J.D. Drew was very good. Burl was very good. I mean, that's, you know. So of the top 15 picks in that draft, one, if you two, can hit it fifty percent of the top ten, I think that's that's fine. But that's bad. That's, I know that in baseball that's good, but in sports as a whole that's bad. So to me, Tim Beckham is good because he isn't miserably bad. If he can be an above, yeah, he he made the majors. He's going to play probably for ten years in the major leagues. Yes, I think um, it is amazing how you could take a guy like Tyler J. He's finally back, and maybe he'll never. Reach the majors. It's amazing how top five, top ten picks can be so, so bad. And there's mm-hmm. a reason why they're top picks because, I mean, you know, Royce Lewis. He's Ta- it's talent, but baseball isn't 
baseball isn't football or basketball where where you can just get drafted and go right in and be great um because those are athletic based uh baseball you could be matt albers and be good just yeah just it's not one-on-one physical i'm faster than you so that means i'm better than you well here's you want to hear a terrible draft 2009 Strasburg, one, number one overall, obviously. Dustin Ackley, out of baseball, yeah. I think. Donovan Tate, a college football player now. Tony Sanchez, bad. Matt Hobgood didn't make the majors. Zach Wheeler, who has amazingly Hurt. only uh, pitched um, not very many innings, 66 games. Mike Miner is next. He has been not that good. Mike Leak, and then Jacob Turner, a negative win. These guys stink. It's, yeah, it's, it's amazing how they're not better. Or, and then, oh well, this this is always I forgot about this year. This is the this is a bad year to pick as an example too, because it's the year that everyone was bad basically except for Trout. Um, so not Gibson, a good Gibson, how would you how would you? Uh, evaluate? I mean, Strasburg was good, and AJ Pollock's good. But. Wasn't Kyle Gibson just a couple spots before him? Mm-hmm. How and, would you evaluate Gibson? First round pick, done. He has had some success. He's been bad here recently. He's uh, been a guy who's been able to pitch innings at a 4.79 career ERA, so I'm fine with in the major leagues. I'm totally fine with that at the 22nd overall pick. Take that 100 times. Do you, people expect maybe too much out of these guys? Yeah, and that's why I think the whole Tim Beckham thing, I'm very happy with his performance over his career, which he started late because he wasn't good. But um, well, yeah, Gibson's he's had been one, fine. I don't, you know. Gibson's had one year better than average era is 86 era plus he's had a okay you talk about draft how does he compare he's been he's been okay um how does he compare to other major leaguers he's been below average he's been a poor pitcher yeah different levels of but he's been a good pick because he got to the majors and he's been able to eat innings for them when they needed somebody to do that at 700 innings yeah and if you look at the second round there aren't very many guys who, I mean, ha- about half of them haven't even hit the majors um, in that year. Um, so I would say if you can just get a guy who can pitch 100 just games. Just make the majors. If a, if a player can pitch 100 games in the majors, he's a good pick. If a hitter can hit or play in 250, he's a good pick. That's all, really, which is unfortunate, but that's how terrible the draft is, really. One final note. Wednesday night. Pittsburgh Pirates, L.A. Dodgers. Rich Hill, who usually goes probably six. I saw him pitch against Detroit. He was decent. I think he threw, he was um, a couple 70-mile-an-hour pitches, which swing and misses, which I found tremendous. Former uh, Long Island Duck. Two Less than two years ago, right? I think so. Uh, basically out of baseball, playing garbage ball out east. Goes into the 10th inning. With a no-hitter. What, he had a perfect game in the, what, 8th or ninth? I think the ninth. Perfect game and uh, walk-off. one nothing. Who was it? Uh, Harrison had the walk-off? Mm-hmm. One of the tremendous, yeah, eight, eight hits for the Dodgers. Couldn't score. Well, you know he's either throwing you a fastball or a curveball, so you can sit on one of those and try. And these guys are apparently sitting on fastballs because they had the uh, the Tigers were swinging and missing. Um, quite probably the best pitching performance we'll see all year. Oh yeah, amazing. Sure. Uh, no, because he did a lot of run. Probably the most. I don't know what to call it impressive. The most unique. Yeah, going. I mean, nobody else is going to go ten innings this year, um, or pitch into the tenth. That was 
kind of crazy to see him actually go out there. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, I think the no-hitter was still... If he gave up a hit, do you think they'd probably pull him? Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Yeah. You know, know, he was perfectly fine to go out there. He gave up a home run, but... Baseball's weird. one nothing. Dodgers-Pirates. Pitching performance of the year. I'm surprised they kept him in because it's not like the Dodgers need a win. No. <laughs> They're pretty good. But whatever. They can do it if they want. Rich Hill's awesome. I, I like the idea of going into the playoffs with uh, Clayton Kershaw. Will be off the DL. Alex Wood on the Alex DL? Wood will, let's say Alex Wood stays there for some reason, or I don't know. Let's say he does, and you still have Kershaw, Hill, was Ryu, Darvish on Maeda. the Darvish pitch today? Was he on the DL again? He is on. He was. He pitched today, so he'll be back. Yeah, this team has. If McCarthy can come back too, so they have uh, four, or they've had four starters recently on the DL and three not. So they've got a choice of seven starters. It's just a matter of who's healthy, and I'd be fine with all of them. Um, they're all good, but we'll see what happens. The injuries again. I just they've all been on there. They all scare me. They still do have all their relievers, their <clears throat> top six. Um, I mean, Rich Hill, a blister could pop up at any moment. You just, I'm just, you know. That's why they have so many starters. Yeah. I'll we'll get, I will, when the playoffs start, I'll. You picked the Dodgers to win the World Series, right? Close. Close. They're about, I don't know, five hours north of Oh, that. oh. The Giants? Was that? Sure. <laughs> oh, okay. We should mention the Giants. They're bad. They're moving on. Giants are bad. Dodgers, uh, I didn't put <laughs> Cleveland to get there. That's true. Did we both so did I. I yeah. Yeah, you're looking pretty good. I feel good about that. I feel good about our Seager pick, even though he won't win for MVP. I don't feel good about our Darvish pick because I don't think he's going to win the uh, AL Cy Young. But he was I good. Had, and who do we, I, who, yeah, I forgot who I picked second for him. AL MVP, uh, Lindor. That's a bad pick, too. That is bad. I don't remember who I picked, but it <clears> wasn't. Did I go the easy route? I think I might have picked Mookie Betts. Yeah, I think I might have picked Mookie Betts, which is fine. I can't stand him because he's so damn good. Um, it was. I'll, I'll look this up again when the playoffs get here. But the other, the best team doesn't usually win the World Series. It's like doesn't ever happen. Happened last year. I think it's happened t- three times in the last twenty years. But the team with the best record wins the World Series. Maybe it happens back to back years. Dodgers are the best team, but. You never know. It's baseball. Yeah, I mean, it feels like they could lose to the Nationals if something happens. That they could lose to the Cubs. I mean, they Cubs. could lose. The Cubs are good. Um, yeah, I could see any of those three teams winning the World Series. I think they're all pretty good. Um, the Nationals are good. They're flying under the radar despite how good they are because of the Dodgers. Um, Zimmerman's been awesome the whole year. Like, you can look at them, a lot of analytics and lots of stats and how does this team compare to this team and who's overachieving and who's underachieving. What it comes down to is, do you beat the team you're playing that day? Mm-hmm. That's all it is. And, you know, weird stuff happens. You have a no-hitter into the into the 10th inning, and they lose one to nothing. Yeah, that is weird. You should win that game. Just, what is it, Trevor Williams was on the mound, and he was <laughs> damn near just as good. So Yeah, no, it's didn't a give up weird any runs, sport. So. By the way, speaking of things that are uh, weird, Jason Wirth is allegedly 38 years old. He's very old. Who would have thought that? I wouldn't have, I guess. And he's been good for the 47 games he's played this mm. year. I was just looking at the Nationals. Um, that reminds me, speaking of old people, I didn't come up with one, anyone this week because we haven't, I don't think we've Fine. done one of these since Jared Weaver uh, retired. Yeah, we just have a, uh, well, it's a moment of silence, but uh, he called it quits in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. It was uh, 
probably a good decision. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I think so. I was trying to look at like oldest players um, in the league, and there are not very many old players right now who are good. Um, Who's so the I, best old guy? Is there a best? Ichiro hit a home run the other day. I would say CC probably. Is he thirty six? Let me get you his uh, best old. He's thirty six. He's pitched 115 innings. He has an Four. ERA plus of 119. It's pretty good. And he's 36. He might be even. He's 37 now. Um, yeah, they're just. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I couldn't really find anyone who's old. Um, like I had Trevor Plouffe, who's not really old. He's like 30, 31, but he's a bad player. Yeah. Um, I will let me try to find who our oldest player is in the league this year. I Jimmy Nelson hopefully holds on for a win today against the Dodgers. It was Jimmy Nelson and Kershaw a couple months ago. They went back and forth. Milwaukee won. There were 42 strikeouts in that game, which is a record. Um, I would like to see Brewers Dodgers with Jimmy Nelson because he seems to pitch very. He has pitched well against the Dodgers this season. So uh, if he could carry that, eight innings of shutout ball, 11 strikeouts, five hits. And today, 3-2 uh, in the with one out to go, he pitched six and two-thirds, gave up two runs. He was pitching five shutout innings. So uh, Jimmy Nelson seems to pitch well against the Dodgers, and he probably won't get a chance to do that. So, And the Rockies have been very bad. So. Yes, I agree. I don't want to see the Rockies in um, the playoffs. I don't think they're that good. Um, but yeah, Brewers would be an interesting team to see. Are they cl- how close are they? Three and a half back. Yeah, they can make it. We'll see. Braun's still around kicking. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get to see Ryan Braun. He was on deck. Yeah, and he didn't get a chance to hit. Uh, Eric Thames pinch hit, so they took their two most, I don't know, well-known guys out. But uh, you know what's interesting? Eric Thames not in their top twelve Baseball Reference WAR players. And he was kind of a... Uh, He's apparently not even a one-win player, according to Baseball bad. Reference right now. He's probably going to hit 30-some 30, 30 home runs, 35? He's hit, but he hasn't probably done much else. They they probably... I, I bet he's better at on fan graphs. Um, but, yeah, that's funny. They have a lot of fun players, though. A lot of guys you can mash pretty good. Let's see. Ooh, boy, they've got... Okay, yeah, they've got him 1.4, so that's better. But he's been pretty good. You did get to see him? Yeah, one at bat, I think he struck out. Nah, tough. Tough luck. Tough luck for him. Did you see uh, Jonathan VR and his horrible uh, season that he's having? Um, Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's disappointing. I was hoping for more from him. Travis Shaw, too. Yeah, he was, I think he had a home run. I think he might have hit a home run, too. Well, I don't know if that's what they call it when he hits one, considering he is the mayor of Ding Dong City. I saw that. I saw that today. So and the, that's, what, that, that's actually what he did put on the back of his jersey. Which is good because it's one of the better nicknames in baseball. It says Mayor DDC. Right. Like, what probably, is that? It's good. It's good. Nickname. He's had it since he was in Boston. Um, yeah. I don't particularly know what the Kenny. You know Kenny Vargas twins, mm-hmm. big bastard. Uh, he had little Poppy on his thing. So he's not the mayor of any city. Not great. No. Okay. Buxton had Buck. Mm-hmm. One word away from something else. So. One letter. Yep, that too. I guess one word away from a lot of <laughs> things, though, too. <laughs> Brewers beat Dodgers 3-2, so there you go. Hooray. 2080 podcast, August it is. It'll be interesting once the playoffs get here, how the uh, – I'll be talk more about, like, the specific games and the 
I'm interested to talk about the situations like last year's playoffs and Zach Britton not being in the game mm-hmm. and uh, all that sort of stuff. So that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, I'll uh, try to watch as many as I can. But now one game playoff, very exciting. We'll see what happens. I think um, I think uh, the Dodgers will still win, but whatever. Will you? Uh, what's the hair situation? Should this happen? Have you made a decision on what? Of what you will do? Should will what? you do it? Will should the well, Twins I have, win? I have to do you it. You have to do it because I won't be able to live it down if I don't. Like how short are we talking? Just like yeah, we're gonna trim it up a bit. I'll go short, but not totally bald because I don't want to have any short sort of... enough to where you don't have to comb it for a couple of weeks. Oh, I don't think I'd be able to for months, probably. Months? If it goes You're all the way down. You're going that short. Yeah. You're going through with this. This is admirable, I would say. I have to. You don't have to. I kind of have to. Um, they're not going to let me go to work <laughs> if I don't do it. Okay. So, um, but you still get paid, so. Yeah, I think I have to do it, and uh, I've already been thinking about it. I'll have to go buy some hats. and. Um, I've got a lot of hats. I'll have to do that. <laughs> I know where to get some hats for it'll you. Be, uh, it'll be, I'll wear hats for a while. Um, I won't, what's going to suck is it's going to look dumb for a while too because I'm going to have to grow. Yeah, be fine. I'm going to have to grow out the top while I'm cutting the sides. Be like you're in the army. Right. And then there'll be a point though where it'll be like just all hair on the top and nothing on the side. You know, I'll be like, like Harper. Yeah. So, but that takes a long time. The hair on my head right now is long. Like it goes from my forehead all the way down to my chin. Um, and that took, I haven't cut it in months. That takes months. Where do you go? I'll just do it myself. Do it yourself. Probably. When you get a haircut, you usually do it yourself. Oh no. I'll just go anywhere that I can go real quick. But, um, I was thinking about doing it here. Have somebody, oh no, (laughs) somebody do it. I found since I moved to Mitchell, the haircut quality is, is very poor. So I I used to go to a barber that I liked a lot and he was good. Um, Here? No, in Mitchell. I'm not in Mitchell, in Maine, but um, I couldn't find anyone good here. But I used to, when I was in college, when I was poor as dirt in my first couple of years, I used to buzz my hair on my own. Self. So you've got experience. Right. I don't know. I might just go to like Great Clips and have them zip I'd be right interested off. in bringing them in here to cut your hair in here. Yeah, I don't know about that. That'd be great. Um, I'm not looking forward to it, <clears throat> but uh, I will buy some hats and um, wear hats for a while. Work's going to kind of suck for, I'll yeah. have dumb hair for a few months. It's going to take months to grow, though. Hair doesn't grow fast, especially in the winter. It grows slower. You've got months. We'll see. It's the off season. It'll need to grow back. What I'm worried about is because the people that cut hair in, in this town, I've, I've found, can't quite do the job. Um, they're going to have trouble once my hair does grow. They're going to have trouble getting it how I want it. How do you like your hair? And then they'll say, do this and this and then maybe they won't do that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, but I will be buying hats. That's for sure. Keep warm in the winter. We'll be back next week. It's September. And uh, this is the start of the time when people start to focus on the football. Which I will not be doing. So I will not be losing any uh, baseball insight. It's very interesting to keep track of the baseball when everybody else is not. Because uh, it's, it's it's very exciting, and if you follow the Twins, uh, important game. So. What I hate about ba- uh, football season being back, um, you go anywhere on a Thursday night that has TVs, uh, you Bad. will not be able to watch baseball. You will have to watch football, and I hate that. And the and color rush is uh, that's right is Thursday what you night have to watch and football. Too, so.
football has become a, uh, you know, well, it's just Saturday, Sunday. Nope, it's pretty much every day now. Monday night football, Thursday night football. Uh, there's a game every Friday night, Saturday and Sunday, of course. Um, Tuesday and Wednesday, basically the only nights without football. And even then, maybe a game or two. So it's five nights out of the week you can find a football game on TV. So I hate football everyone <laughs> let me just throw that out. college football i hate all of it i'm interested in college football nfl were dwindling by the moment so everyone should play baseball because there are less concussion issues unless you're facing Dylan Batances. there we go don't face Batances. listen to the podcast follow us on twitter we'll be back next week uh, with another edition of the 2080 baseball podcast